Oh, hello. Welcome to Jokestrap. Uh, this is the podcast um, titled Jokestrap. It is January 23rd, 2017. And yes, I know I missed an, doing an episode last Monday. I did not do an episode. So from now on, I'm not going to say expect a new podcast every Monday. I'm just going to say expect a podcast. And if you get one, it'll be on a Monday. It could be two Mondays a month, one Monday a month, every Monday a month. Um, just whenever I feel like posting one on a Monday. That's when it'll be. Um, because obviously I cannot promise to do a podcast every Monday. And I know I can record them in advance, and I have, and I still don't always get them done in time. So that is why I'm saying that. So anyway, welcome to uh, episode 19 of Jokestrap. Um... Yeah, so it's been a couple weeks since I've checked in, and uh, let's see, so last week on Monday, what did I do instead? I actually went to an open mic, I went to a Woodham's Lounge in Santa Clara, um, it was interesting to say the least, um, uh, the regular guy that runs the room there, Pete Munoz, he was not there, so we uh, had a bit of a crazy night, it was a little unorganized to say the least, Um yeah, uh, c- comedians were, I don't know, it seemed like they were being a little bit more rude. <laughs> they, they were talking a lot during other people's sets. Um, there was no real organization going on. Um, Steve uh, Maison was there. He's been on Letterman, and uh, he's had a movie in Cinequest called Dying to Do Letterman. Um, but I guess a lot of the comics there, aside from myself and Frankie Marcos, didn't really know who he was because even they talked through his set and didn't pay attention. And I thought he would have demanded a little bit more respect from everybody, but didn't seem that way. Um, but yeah, it was just a crazy night. When Frankie Marcos was on stage, there was an older woman named Terry um, who ended up like flashing him when he was on stage. Uh, that was not a pretty sight. Um and uh <laughs> something I'm glad or I hope I never see again. Um I know Frankie doesn't. Um and then when he got off stage she ended up like kissing him on both cheeks. Uh that was kinda gross. Felt bad for Frankie. And uh yeah, that's just the kind of note it was at Woodham's last week, so it's a bit out of control. Um but yeah. Um and then the following night, uh had O'Malley's on the seventeenth and uh, we had headliner Mickey Joseph for that. Uh, that was a good show. Uh, not too big of an audience, but it was fun, fun times. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, the week before that, on the 10th, uh, we actually, it was all comics because uh, uh, it was a rainy, rainy night on the 10th. And uh, I actually had to rebook the O'Malley show like a couple times because uh, people were traveling from San Francisco and stuff, they didn't want to come do the show, which makes sense because the rain was that ridiculous. I don't blame them for not wanting to drive there. Um, so, yeah, I rebooked the show a couple times and it ended up just being comedians watching comedians, which sometimes happens. And the cool thing was all the comics stuck around for the entire show that night and they uh, we all like supported each other. It was a nice little support group comedy night. Um, so it still turned out to be fun. Um and yeah, and then uh 
Last night, the 22nd, I did a show at the Crow's Nest in Santa Cruz. I was hosting the show. Um, featuring was Cole Black and uh, headliner was Jason Resler. Both both guys I hadn't seen in a while. Um, so it was cool to work with them again. And um, it's, that was a paid gig, so that that's always good. Um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, the crowd there wasn't as big as it's been in the past. We all, all three of us kind of recognize that, but, uh, I had a fun time. Uh, I thought my set went pretty well in the beginning, did 15 minutes to open. And, uh, actually, uh, after I, after I did my set, uh, there was like two or three girls that came up to me after the set and said hi. So that was kind of neat. You know, you do, uh, some abortion jokes and you get the ladies apparently, um, I don't know what that was about, but that was kind of cool. Um, one of them even offered to like buy me a drink. She's like, "Hey, you should like come and sit at our table and have a drink." And I was like, "Uh, uh, what? Uh, I don't know what to, how to respond to this." I mean, she asked me during the show to come join her at the table, so I wasn't gonna like walk over to her table during the show because Jason was still up performing. I was like, "Oh, maybe after." But then after the show, I just bailed. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not going to join her. Not that she wasn't cute or anything. It's just like, eh, she's kind of drunk. So I'm just going to pretend she doesn't know what she's talking about. And I'm going to leave. And that's what I did. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a really fun show at the Crow's Nest. Um, it had been a good three or four years at least since I last performed there. Um, so it was good to be back there. Uh, but I, I always have fun in Santa Cruz. It seems like wherever I perform, I, I, I tend to do well with the crowds there. Um, and uh, so tomorrow, the uh, 24th, we have O'Malley's again. O'Malley's Sports Pub in Mountain View. And headlining the show tomorrow night is going to be Sean McKenzie. Um, it'll be his first time on O'Malley's, so uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, also on the bill tomorrow night, is my buddy Brian, Brian Saulwasser. It's his birthday today, January 23rd. So um, if you know Brian, come out tomorrow to the show and uh, celebrate his birthday. And that'll be cool. And then my sister's going to show up to O'Malley's later on in the night, I believe. And it's it'll be her birthday tomorrow. So it'll be a big old birthday bash going on at O'Malley's tomorrow. Um, should be a fun time. Um. And, uh, yeah, so, and then after O'Malley's this week, I got Rooster Teeth Feathers. I'll be there on Wednesday the 25th, and any support for that show, if you guys want to come out, you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, you know, you want to hang out, uh, please do come out to that show, Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale. It's always a fun time, and, uh, yeah. So that's what I got going on this week, and, uh, on Thursday, I'll be going to the San Jose Sharks game against Edmonton. That'll be their last game before the All-Star break over the weekend. Um, that should be good. The Sharks are on a roll right now. Um, in fact, Patrick Marlowe scored four goals tonight um, against the Colorado Avalanche. He scored four goals in the third period. Uh, he's the first player to do that since Mario Lemieux did it in 1997. So that's pretty cool. Um yeah, that's a fun game to watch. But but yeah, <clears throat> in the comedy world, uh, that is what is going on. 
Uh, we had a bit of a tough, tough news to take in earlier, a couple about a week ago. Um, the comedy world lost uh, uh, another comedian. Um, his name was Lane Scott. Um, I think his real name might have been Scott Lane, but on stage he went by Lane Scott. Um, he, I met him uh, last year uh, in Morgan Hill, and. Uh, yeah, and uh, we did a show together there, and then uh, he came and did O'Malley's um, a couple times already, and I actually had him booked for the end of this month again, um, but unfortunately he uh, got into a car crash, um, crashed into someone else, and unfortunately uh, both of them uh, ended up passing away, so really a tragic uh, accident there. Um yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know him like extremely well, but it's always, it's always sucks when we lose fellow comedians. I mean, it sucks when we lose anybody, really. But it, you know, these are, uh, it's just, it's just tough. These are people that, uh, I don't know. It's like a big old family, so it sucks. Um. And, uh, let's see, how do I move on from that? <laughs> um, but yeah, the shows go on. We continue to do it because it's what we love. And, uh, next week's show, which, uh, Lane was supposed to be on, we'll be doing in his memory. So, that's the way it'll go. And, um, so yeah, like I mentioned, it is uh, my buddy Brian Sawwasser's birthday today. Um, for those of you that know me, you probably know Brian too. Um, and those of you that know Brian probably know me. It's just kind of that way. Um, we've been friends for a while now. We hang out a lot. Um, I drive him around a lot. <laughs> um, I uh, should probably just... Just because it's his birthday, I'll say a few good things about Brian. Um, so this will probably only take about a minute. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, it'll take 30 seconds. No. Um, but, yeah, he's a good guy. We met, I think we met initially in junior high, but I didn't really talk to him back then. Um, we were, like, in two different, like, groups, like, uh, Junior high had these, like, classification systems. Like, uh, there's the Lions Pride group, and those are the smart students, and then there's, like, teammate, and then there's, like, some other group, and I don't know. It was really weird. Um, so we were categorized in different groups, so we kind of had different teachers. We, I think we saw a few, each other a few times maybe during recess or something like that, but nothing else. Um, in high school, we became more friends. I think uh, after freshman year, we started talking more and hanging out. Um, discovered that we liked a lot of the same music and that kind of thing. And um, became friends from there on. Uh, we were both in theater um, doing acting stuff. And uh, and yeah, that's how him and I uh, became friends. And we're still friends. Uh, I think some of our first, <laughs> uh, both of our like early drinking days were together, you know? Um, so 
so I remember my 21st birthday. And well, I don't, but there's pictures, and Brian was there too, and uh, he wasn't quite 21 then because he's a couple months younger than me. But uh, yeah, we both got pretty, pretty messed up for my 21st birthday. <laughs> so yeah, that's. that's he hasn't changed, but I have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's he's still drunk, but not me. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun tomorrow night to celebrate his birthday and my sister's birthday and just comedy in general. So it'll be a fun night at O'Malley's tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, and uh, we got the... Um, Oakland A's Fan Fest coming up on Saturday, and that's going to be uh, interesting. Well, not interesting, but it's going to be fun. Um, it's at Jack London Square this year. Um, it's the first time in a long time the A's have had their Fan Fest at Jack London Square. So it's really neat um, because it's where it should always be. Um, it's going to be free. Uh, autographs are going to be free. I'm not really sure what kind of crowd to expect, but I'm sure I'll be there early. And uh, you could even take the train there um, if you wanted. It's right nearby, so that's cool. And uh, I don't know what to expect from the A's in 2017. I think if they play to a 500 ball, that would be good. I think uh, a 500 record, that'd be great for the A's. Um I think that would be more than what most people expect. But I think that should be a goal for them. Um, I don't think we can expect playoffs. Um, the A's recently, uh, I don't know why, but they signed uh, Santiago Casilla, um, who played most recently with the Giants. Um, for those of you that don't know, Casilla originally played for the A's. Uh, under the name Jairo Garcia. Um, and uh, then they had that thing, oh, that's that illegal issue saying, oh, that's not really his name, and he's saying he's younger than he actually is. And then his real name came out as Santiago Casilla. Um, but he, he, still, he does have baseball cards out there that say Jairo Garcia. Um, I thought it would be kind of cool if... Uh, I get one of those cards and go to the fan fest if, if he happens to be there and get him to sign his old name on it. But I'm not sure if he would. And I don't even think he'll be there, to be honest. But um, he might say he's going to show up, but then he, and then he blows the appearance or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be so tough watching him pitch. Uh, not just because he's played with the Giants and then came to Oakland, but because he blew so many games to the Giants last year, it's going to be like um, very stressful every time he pitches. I think. Hopefully, he turns it around this year, though. Hopefully, he could put last season behind him and come through. Um, the good thing about the signing for the A's, I guess, is now they have uh, four pitchers who could potentially close out a game for them, which seems to be the way that most uh, major league teams are going these days. Um, it seems like they're going for the starter to pitch like five or six innings and then have these pitchers with closer-type stuff come into the game and try to put out the teams for the rest of the game, which is cool, I guess, if your starter just can't handle going that many innings. 
I guess, because these pitch counts are insane these days. I mean, pitchers hit like 100 pitches in the fifth inning, which means they're not working very economically. Um, But they're uh, getting to 100 pitches in the fifth or sixth, and, and then the coaches just have to take them out, even if they're doing good. If they're about 100 pitches, you got to take them out of the game and turn it over to the bullpen. So the A's got four guys now. Um, potentially can close games. Santiago Casilla, I guess, is one of them. <laughs> John Axford being another. Sean Doolittle and Ryan Matson. So, um, be a nice little four-headed monster, I guess, in the bullpen. Um, assuming none, none of them are injured, but you never know with guys like Doolittle. Um, hopefully Doolittle could stay healthy the whole year. Be nice. And, uh, Hopefully Sonny Gray can have a bounce-back year for the A's as a starter. And uh, hopefully they surprise me. Um, I'm glad Chris Davis is still around. Um, I was hoping the A's would get Mark Trumbo, but it didn't happen. Mark Trumbo ended up signing back with the Orioles. Um, They got Rajay Davis back. Um, He's going to be playing in center field, it looks like. And uh, I don't know. It, it'll be an interesting year. Um, I'm sure there'll be some excitement. It would be nice for them to get another second baseman, aside from Jed Lowry. Still not a fan of his. Um, but uh, it's not looking like they're going to right now. They did pick up Trevor Plouffe, a third baseman, who I think is a, a lot identical to uh, Danny Valencia, who they let go or who they traded. Um, he's He's not much different to me. Who knows? Ryan Healy, who was a rookie last year and played third, I guess they're going to have him play more at first now. Um, I'm not really sure what they're going to do there in this whole platooning situation. Um, I know Chris Davis is going to spend some time at DH and some in the outfield. Uh, And then I guess Yonder Alonso will play first base. And Mark Hanna, who was hurt all last year, it would be nice to have his bat back on the lineup. So I guess he'll... I'm guessing him and Chris Davis are primarily going to platoon between DH and outfield. But then again, they might screw Mark Hanna out of playing time and only play him against lefties, even though he's consistently hit better against righties than lefties. So who knows? Who knows what will happen there? Um, It's all up to Bob, Melvin, and Billy Bean to see what the A's do in 2017. So... Hopefully they can get stuff going there. It'd be nice. Um, yeah, in other sports, uh, the, the football, the Super Bowl is coming up. Um, we got that coming up February 5th. Uh, it is going to be against the New England Patriots. I know, that's a surprise. And uh, it's the Atlanta Falcons. And I got a root for the Falcons. Uh, had Green Bay root beat the Falcons. I would be rooting for the Green Bay Packers, too. Um, And it's not just because it's the Patriots. It's because it's the Patriots. Um, Well, actually, if if the Steelers had won, I'd be rooting against the Steelers, too. So I think I'm just going for the NFC this year. Um, I think that's what it's about. Um, But, yeah, uh, I guess the Falcons haven't won it before, so it would be good to see them win. Um... Do I care a whole bunch? Not really, but it'll be a fun game to watch. 
um, the commercials for. So that'll be interesting. And uh, yeah, so that'll be coming up in two weeks and you'll be hearing about it nonstop everywhere you go. And people will be asking you, who do you have in the Super Bowl? And you'll answer and yeah. Uh, who is it? Lady Gaga's performing the intermission or the intermission. She's performing the halftime show this year. So you got that and you got the commercials. You got the drinks or whatever. I don't know. It's always a good time regardless of who plays in the Super Bowl. People always tend to have fun on that day. So, um, yeah, so that'll be uh, coming up in a while. And then, um, let's see, uh, basketball right now, the Warriors, uh, they have six losses, but I don't know how many wins they have. I just know they have six losses. Um, or I think maybe they lost their seventh game today against Miami. So they have seven losses now. Um, i got to be honest, haven't really been following the Warriors that closely this year. Um, ever since the news broke that they got Kevin Durant and everyone like jumped who hadn't jumped on the bandwagon already jumped even more on the bandwagon saying, Oh, the Warriors are going to dominate. Oh, they're the best team ever. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. It's so exciting to watch. Blah, 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 blah. Not disagreeing with it. Just saying, eh, I just didn't get as excited as everyone else about it. Um, haven't really been watching. I've watched maybe one entire game this year and bits and pieces of some other games, but can't say that I feel bad about missing the games, though, either. So it's just the way I feel about basketball right now. Um, and the football season, as a 49ers fan, went down the drain. Uh, they're going to be getting a new uh, GM and a new head coach. Um, that should be nice. Um, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, I don't know if Kaepernick's going to stay or not. I guess it depends on what the coaches want. But, you know, is Kaepernick going to stand or is he going to sit or, I don't know. The issue wasn't to, isn't, (laughs) the issue with Kaepernick wasn't, to me, wasn't whether or not he was standing or sitting for the, the national anthem. It was, uh if he was playing outstanding or not. And most of the times he was not playing outstanding. So I think they need to cut ties with him. That's my opinion. Um, If you're going to start, break up one part, might as well break up the whole thing and restart everything. Start everything all over. Um, So yeah, that covers the four various sports teams that I am a fan of, um, and yeah, so, uh, yeah, with the comedy coming up here, um, like I said, uh, I got the Rooster Tea Feather show Wednesday, uh, that'll be a showcase show, um, the amount of time I get on stage will be determined by how many people could come to see me, um, should be interesting, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to come to see me, so we'll see. And uh, I got another show uh, Saturday, February 4th in Oakland. It's a competition-type show. Um, I've done it once before, 
And then February 8th, I'm in the San Jose Improv Comedy Competition. And uh, you could get free tickets for that show. Um, you could go on goldstar.com, get free tickets for that show. Um, just vote for me if you do that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much uh, everything that's going on in terms of comedy and in terms of sports and whatever crap. Um, I... Uh, I saw a movie uh, not too long ago. I did see the movie uh, La La Land. I uh, went to see this movie uh, by myself because I do that sometimes when I really want to go see a movie and I don't really feel like waiting for other people and their schedules to like open up and stuff like that. So I just go. Um, so I did that uh, one morning. I don't remember what morning I did that, but I did that. went to go see the movie. I think it was the 14th. Um, but yeah, I saw the, I saw La La Land. I thought it was uh, pretty good. I, uh, enjoyed it. Um, I don't really want to give any like spoilers away, so I guess I won't talk about it much more than that. Um, it did win a lot of Golden Globe awards, uh, this, this year. And after seeing, I saw the movie after the fact and, uh, I'm not too surprised by that. Um, I'll be surprised, though, if it wins Oscars. Um, that will be the surprising part because the Academy, they're not really uh, nice to musicals for the most part when it comes to Oscars. Um, Les Miserables, I think, did win a few. Uh, Anne Hathaway won, I believe, for Les Miserables. But uh, for the most part, uh, musicals and comedies they don't tend to fare very strong <clears throat> at the academy awards so it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, turnout happens there at the oscars as far as la la land goes um but yeah i mean i'm not surprised that i enjoyed it uh the same director as a uh, whiplash i like the, the movie whiplash as well so um, wasn't really surprised that I enjoyed this one as well. Um, so anyway, uh, that is it. Uh, this was a boring episode of the podcast. I just wanted to check in, I guess, let you all know what the deal is as far as the schedule goes for this podcast. But yeah, that is it. Um, so, uh, come on out to O'Malley's every Tuesday night in Mountain View. You should come check it out. It would be cool. Um, or come to Rooster Tea Feathers Wednesday the 25th. That would be pretty sweet if you did that. And uh, let's uh, just have a good week, everybody. And I'll see you on another Monday when I happen to have time to do this again. All right. I'll catch you all on the flip side. See you.